This is episode number 64 with the amazing Chief Inspirational Officer and founder of The Best You, Bernardo Moya. Hi, this is Bernardo Moya and you are listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Shlonsky. Enjoy. I am thrilled to have Bernardo Moya back today as a Chief Inspirational Officer and founder of The Best You, which is one of the biggest expos in the personal uh, development space. So Bernardo is also teaching a whole segment on the sales mentality makeover masterclass number three. Make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com. This is your page for all the resources. There's a heart sales podcast tab to find all the episodes all the transcripts, the show notes and resources mentioned in the episodes. And there's also a tab called the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass 3. And I'm inviting you to join this free online class. We are getting started in May. And uh, as I said, Bernardo and amazing other experts and uh, teachers are giving a class. So make sure you don't miss out and you get all the inf important information you need to be the best you. So let's dive into the next episode with Bernardo. I'm really excited because we will talk about his new book, The Best You, that is just that just came out, as well as the expo and the achievements and what you can learn from that. Bernardo is an entrepreneur, author, speaker, publisher, TV producer, and seminar promoter to some of the biggest names in the personal development field. He's also the chief inspirational officer and founder of The Best You. He has held three expos already in London and one in Long Beach, California, with over 25,000 visitors and over 500 exhibitors. The Best You Expo is now the largest personal and professional development live exhibition in the world. Bernardo published The Best You magazine and produces The Best You TV. He is driven to give people the tools they need to enhance and improve their lives and also provides personal mentoring and coaching services to selected clients. With a vast knowledge of how to run a successful business, acquire skills in media, product creation, self-motivation, networking, and staying on track to reach your goals, his mentoring has a very unique approach. The best you mission is the best you be inspired. So I'm very excited. Welcome, Bernardo. Hi, Bernardo. I am so, so excited that you are back on Hard Sales Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. I'm yes. looking forward to another chat with you. Yeah, I love the conversation about the best you. It's a, it's a brand, I think, that not only speaks to me, but to a lot of people as your wonderful expo shows with more and more visitors each and every year. Um, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, when's your next expo? The next expo now is in London uh, in the, on the 5th, 14th and 15th of February 2020. I can't believe that uh, in London. But I am looking at potentially maybe having one penciled in uh, for the end of the, of the year, either Vegas, LA, or maybe 
in March next year. So I'm, I'm looking at running my second expo in, in the US also, maybe potentially before the end of the year. But right now, 14th, 15th of February, London. Sounds great. 14th of February. Interesting date. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about love. Yeah, it's all about love. So isn't, wouldn't that be nice if people give that as a Valentine's gift? It would be. It would be. And it's, uh, it's, a, beautiful, it's a beautiful place to be. Um, I've, um, it, I've really noticed a, a difference this year. It, would, it, it was a tough show to build. And, and, but this year, I've really noticed that we turned a corner whereby so many more people would recognize me, so many more people recognize the show, and, and I've come to say hello. And so many great stories of people say, hey, thanks to you, I've done this. Thanks to you, I've now got a business. Thanks to you, I've overcome my phobia. So, so many great people coming up. And it's really humbling. It's very, very humbling when, when people do that. But um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, and, and I feel the love when now uh, with the show. Because I've been feeling, I was feeling very alone, <laughs> as you do as an entrepreneur. It can yeah. be a very lonely place. So I felt very alone building the show because I didn't think anyone really got what I was trying to do, and and uh, and it cost me a lot of time, a lot of money. Uh, I had a lot of hair when I started. I've got hardly any now. <laughs> so, but no, it's it's it's, it's been a blessing, and, and it's when it's when it happens when you're walking through the hall, because I always question, why am I doing the show? 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 And then you realize why you're doing it is you're doing it is because it really is helping and impacting people's lives in some, in some, in some way. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a great journey. Yeah. Beautiful. And so till February, that's kind of a long time or at the end of the year that takes some more months as well. Um, but people can already connect with your uh, wonderful book that came out. Yes, uh, we launched it at the expo there. Uh, it's called The Question. And it's, um, yeah, it was, it was, um, it's quite surreal because I shared the, the idea that, you know, so that weekend I was presenting my fourth expo because, again, even if it is a, an established show, you still question are people going to show up? And, and, and a lot of people did. But I, I, I also, you know, my book was launched and, and, and my book has, as many other books, some, some we work more. This is my fourth book. This is, my fourth book, but my first book um, as, um, as an author from, from Wiley. And, um, and yes, it's, it's, been, it's been a beautiful experience because the, the book is, is, is a little bit of my life, my bio, uh, my experiences from being outside the seminar room, i.e. reading a book like many others, going into the seminar room to then becoming a promoter, then engaging and connecting with, with I don't know, more than 600 speakers and 60,000 people in these last uh, 10 years. It's, it's given me kind of like an insight that I don't think a lot of people have. So I've, I, I, I share what I believe is right and wrong with the industry and, and the basics of understanding of how we can become the best version of ourselves. And it is by asking yourself empowering questions. So it's, um, that's what it is. When you put a book out there, then you, you're waiting for the feedback and, and you're hoping, oh my God, I hope, it is, I hope it's good enough. I hope people aren't going to think that, oh my God, is that what he wrote? Uh, because, you know, <laughs> it's taken a long time to build a brand. So I, I'm hoping that people uh, like it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than asking themselves better questions. Because often people say like, why, why doesn't this work out? Why am I already in this situation again? Um, but if you ask, smarter questions you'll get different results can you take us a little bit behind this psychology well that's it really it's um so having you know i, I really got into nlp because of i really sorry i really got into personal development because of nlp but obviously i, I read a lot of the greats you know as i was 20s 30s 
you know, Jim Ron, uh, Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. So I read a lot of the greats, but NLP really brought me on this journey of where I was starting to really understand the power of our thinking and how to be able to use our, our mind and our brain to be able to reprogram, you know, uh, unwanted either situations, challenges, limiting beliefs or whatever it is that we had. And I, what I've seen is, is that there's so many people that read so many books, that attend so many seminars, but they don't necessarily take any action. They do not implement. I always say, where do these notes go? People make so many notes. Where do these notes go? Is there a note world out there? Because so many people make so many notes. And then what do they do with these notes? And the, and the, the thing is, is that for me, it is so much simpler. You can carry on attending all the seminars you want in the world. You can read all the books and the seminars in the world. You can do as much as you want. But if you don't actually understand the power of your thoughts and the power of your internal dialogue and you manage and control that so it is empowering, so it does help you, it doesn't matter what you do It doesn't because you will carry on being in the same thing. And, and, and you quite rightly, you pointed out, you, you asked, you just suggested there three or two, three negative questions. And that's what people do. People go up in the morning, they look at themselves in the mirror and say, oh my God, how ugly do you look today? <laughs> and or they say, oh my God, how, how fat are you? Now what's going to happen is unconsciously, your mind is going to start listing the 400 cakes you ate. It's going to start telling you why you didn't moisturize your face, whatever it is. So that's obviously, it doesn't help you. It's not empowering. But if you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and say, oh my God, how good do I look today? Mm -mm -mm. You do that. So obviously then what's happening is, is that you're thinking, wow, yeah, I feel beautiful. So it's about that. So the whole book is about me trying to teach people the basics and the essential parts of asking yourself empowering questions to be able to achieve anything you want in life. And I know, I know I haven't met them, but I can only imagine that any inventor, any conqueror, any explorer, any successful businessman has asked themselves at some point, how do I cross that river? How do I build a plane? How do I create a successful business? That's what they've done. They ask themselves empowering questions and then basically you just put them on a journey of inventing and creativity. And, um, and uh, as basic as that sounds, that is my theory. That's what the book is all about. And, and, I'm, and I'm sticking to it because I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's good. And, and I talk a lot about history as well because the book has a lot of stuff about history, about what we've managed to achieve before our time, you know, because I think we tend to forget that, you know, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, or our great-grandparents, what they used to do without Spotify and without Facebook and without mobile phones, you know. They lived, they survived, and they had beautiful children, and they lived fulfilled lives, and, and, and you know, they, they didn't have a mortgage and, and all these things. So we, we, we tend to take our life too seriously, and we need to just kind of like uh, take a little bit of time to think, to think, and to think of the quality of our thoughts. Yeah, I love that. So the why me question is probably not the best one but the how-to question is much more empowering. It is. And, and, and uh, for me personally, when I decided because I, I lost my money for the second time at 38 and I started into personal development after uh, you know, a journey on real estate and I started all over again, uh, that was a question that I actually asked myself, why not me? And if not me, then who? And if not now, then when? And, and, and just by simply asking me, myself those empowering questions, well, there isn't anyone else because it is me. And I, and I someone said, I think, I think it was, who was it? Um, it will come to me. It's the guy from Priceline, Jeff Hoffman. And I think he was saying about they. There is no they. The, 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 the challenge and the problem we have is that we tend to think that they will sort it out. There is no they. It's you, it's me, it's us. And, and we need to take responsibility. And, and, and the first thing, a lot of the thing I talk about in the book as well is about honesty. We tend to struggle with honesty. I don't know why that is. 
But if we are, if we are permanently lying to ourselves, you know, if, if we are permanently lying to ourselves, what do we expect? If we had a friend that was lying to us from nine to, you know, till 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night, every single day, nonstop, eventually we would have, we would have to say to them, Hey, why don't you just go away? Uh, and, and, and yet when it comes to us, we lie to ourselves. We lie to ourselves about the decisions that we say we're going to do, or I'm going to go to the gym. Oh no, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Actually, I go tomorrow. Oh, oh you know what? I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to stop eating. Oh no, you know, I'll start tomorrow. So we're permanently lying to ourselves. So we're not honest. So honesty is, is, is a great thing apart from obviously asking yourself empowering questions to, to guide you to where you want to go. So do you believe that if somebody struggles with sales, with making those offers, even though they know they have a great service or product, do you believe they are lying to themselves as well? Because people don't buy or don't, they don't actually use their services? Is that what you're saying? Asking? Well, they are, they are, there are obstacles in the way for them to feel good when making that offer. So they must have some story they're telling themselves. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's kind of, that's the, the, the dichotomy of, of what happens, you know? So I, I've been sales and marketing. I've, I've done a lot of sales, but I've also done a lot of marketing. Uh, and then I've done a lot of entrepreneurship and I've done a lot of promoting. So I've had many different hats on. And, and, and what we need to do is we need to, we need to disassociate ourselves from ourselves sometimes because we will, you know, excusitis as Dr. Schwartz from his great book, Thinking Big, excusitis is, is one of the big ones. Uh, and, and, and that is it, is we tend to find the reasons which are excuses of why people do not buy. And ultimately the only reason should be is because either, you know, this obviously there's three things you see that you you like me you like the product and 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 you know and the price works but people yeah they 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 tend to struggle and, and and they don't really focus on the reason why and they lie to themselves but i have this with my sales team sometimes is that they start blaming the marketing and 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 then obviously i'm saying well hold on i'm now speaking as a marketing person i know what i'm doing from a marketing point of view so you know you can't tell me that all the leads aren't qualified and and people just need to, to understand that and listen again to their entire dialogue and, and, and see if they were honest with themselves about, you know, um, was it me or was it I wasn't being able to put my point across? Yeah. Well, I learned when I started in sales, I learned that it's always me. If somebody doesn't buy, it's me. Mm, so it's never absolutely. the fault of the customer because I might not have explained something in the right way. I might not figure out what the real pain point is. So it's always good if the blame is on us because then we have responsibility. Being responsible. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree with you. 100%. It's always down to you or the person that hasn't been able to. And, and, and again, I think disassociating yourself. You know, we, we're just so immersed in what we do that we believe it's the best product in the world. It's presented in the best way possible. That my webpage is amazing. My, my call to action is amazing. And if you disassociate yourself and you actually look at yourself as a potential customer, a client, look at the experience that they're having, how you connect, how you say hello, you know, ev everything is your brand. And, 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 and I think part of it is, is, around, is around that. People don't tend to understand the importance of a brand. A brand is everything. I have to be congruent with my message. You see, for me, part of what happened when I was writing the book is I started to ask myself questions, which then got me to say, well, hold on a minute. Am I being congruent with my own message? I can't be talking about becoming the best you when I'm slightly overweight or when I'm not exercising, or I can't be the best you if my brand isn't the best. Uh, I can't be considering myself the best if I haven't got the best speaker. So I, I, I'm always as critical as I can be with my brand, understanding what I'm doing wrong, 
in order to improve it and to come across. So everything you do, the email, the message, the phone, uh, the, the way you answer the phone, the way you say hello, the way you connect, the way you, everything is part of your brand. And, and, uh, and yes, being honest with yourself is, is one of the important things. What is the best question to ask yourself when you get started on that path? And, you know, listeners might be a little bit overwhelmed right now with, because you've achieved so much and you have a whole team in place. So somebody who maybe is a solopreneur or has a couple like a virtual assistant and somebody helping them to put a funnel in place, where, where can they start and, and what questions do they need to ask to take the first step into the right direction? I think I think we um, I think we just have to be prepared to learn. You know, I've 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 had I've if if any I I don't know. Listen, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that have been successful. You know, they maybe started poor and then they done you know and now they have hundreds or thousands of employees. It's not my case. Okay, I, I've I've lost my money several times. I've had to start all over again. I've you know I've hit I've done really well. Then I've, I've I haven't done that well. The, the challenge that I've had with my brand in particular is, is that because it is all around personal professional growth, a lot of people were, were thinking, especially, I'm not saying because, listen, the UK is very proactive towards personal development. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is I think a lot of people didn't really understand what we were doing. So we're a little bit ahead of our time. So financially, a lot of the decisions that I made uh, didn't really make much sense. So a lot of the events cost me money. So I suppose, you know, there were certain things that I could have done better. And I know that. But I, I put everything on the line because I, I believe that what I was doing was the right thing. So my, my approach to, to what I do and everything that I do is I, I go all in. And I don't think, if, I think if you're an entrepreneur, you have to go all in. Don't hold back. And you have to be prepared to learn. Okay, I've just started learning around ClickFunnels four or five months ago because I want to learn about it. I, I've, I've started doing a course about copywriting and I've been writing copy for a long time. So I'm always... On the on 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 finding ways that I can carry on learning and improving, and and I and I'm prepared to put my sleeves up and and, and to and, and to get into it. Uh, we've all started there, so I, I've gone from 25 employees to seven to one, and I've gone from having five six people selling uh, courses for me for me on the phone selling. I've done that. Um, so you know we've got to be prepared to do whatever it takes. And then I think when I was at the expo, there was one of the first questions that one asked me says, what do you do on your days off? So, and I remember I, it was Paul Boris. I was on stage. I said, what did he say? I didn't understand what he was saying. What was that days off? So I don't know what days off mean. Listen, I have, and I do take some holidays now and then, but if you're an entrepreneur, I get up at six, seven in the morning and I'm working until 10, 11. I carry on working as long as I can Saturdays, Sundays. I work when I can, but I love what I do. So, you know, go all in. Go all in, carry on learning, and stop finding excuses. Just go for it. Just go for it. And if you fail, who cares? Start all over again. And if you fail again, who cares? Carry on learning. That's what it's all. It's all about you're getting feedback, you're learning, you're growing. I didn't get here by chance. I started at 40. I started all again at 40. I'm just getting my book now. I'm just getting started. So I'm really excited, and I don't care how old I am. I don't care how old I am in 10 years' time. I'm going to carry on going. Yeah, I, I just love this attitude because life is about living, right? So why would you need an excuse from something you love doing and take a vacation or a day off or something? When when I stopped, how do you say, like not putting every like my life in different departments, like this Compa is compartmentalizing. Yeah, that's yes, a it's idea. always a tongue breaker for me. <laughs> <laughs> when I stopped doing that, like, and I I just saw 
something I'm doing, this passion, what I love, then you actually are on a vacation all the time because vacation time is for so many people, something that they love doing. But when you found your passion, that's your life. So you don't need to put that somewhere in like a drawer and then, okay, it's a weekend, let's open this. And now I have a two week vacation, let's go there. And then for the rest of my life, I carry on with a job I hate. So I found that really interesting once I started to stop thinking that way, that everything else clicked. And that now it's really fun because I decide whenever I want to do something, I can just do it. And, you know, you can write emails from a beach if you feel like it. You can do it from your office. Um, you can connect to people at any time. So I just I think it's so exciting once you got to that passion piece and you're really living it. I absolutely agree. And um, I don't know, I think... Um... For me, it's funny because when when I when this book has come out and 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 it's, I've really come to these conclusions of of um, why we do what we do. If if and I'm not saying everyone is because every you know you must have all sorts of kind of listeners. But if you're in the personal professional growth industry where you're you're, you're here to try and help others improve their lives, then the reason we do it is because I think ultimately we want to leave some kind of legacy. Okay, we, we we're here to help. We, we, we want to be of service. That's why we do it. And I think those that want to read the books, those that attend the courses, those that you know, are in transition or they're, they're seeking ideas, is, is they're also trying to find a way to, to leave a legacy. But I, I really believe that it's all down to the fact of, of my purpose, our purpose. I think the only way we can be fully fulfilled and happy in life is by us understanding what is my purpose. You know, what am I here for? And, and that's kind of why the most Im important question that I ask is, is what are you here for? You know, what is your, what, what is your objective in life? And just think about that because the moment we start finding what our purpose is, then what happens is, is we start being fulfilled. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone that is, you know, that is extremely successful, happy, fulfilled that hasn't had a purpose, you know, inventors, you know, people that have explored and people that have created phenomenal things is because they have this purpose of doing something that has a meaning for them. Now, if you, if you find that purpose, then what happens is you leave a legacy. You then start focusing on this is my legacy. Then everything, everything is okay. Everything starts falling into place. And you obviously do that from a place of passion. You know, you, you can't, you get, you can't get to living a fulfilled life without passion. You have to be passionate about what you're doing. Um, so finding out what your purpose is, which will help you then leave your legacy um, and doing all that with lots of love and passion is, is I think why, why we do what we do. Yeah, totally agree. So how often when you ask this question, does a person have an answer? A lot of the times they don't. A lot of the times they don't. There's many, many people that don't. And then that's kind of where, you know, I've come to the end now where I'm, I'm starting at the beginning. So everything that I've done as an entrepreneur for 30 years, as a promoter for 10 years in personal development, building this brand is now to what I have created, which is called the Legacy Clubs. And the reason I've come to these Legacy Clubs is because what it is, it's a place where we meet on a monthly basis and we discuss what our purpose is. And we really focus on legacy. Because 
we are so dictated, as I said before, with the media, social media, and, and you know, the, the priorities of life that we spend no time on focusing what we're here for and what our purpose is. So this is what we do. We turn the phones off. We leave the egos outside. We speak with love and we speak honestly, and we just literally dig deep into what legacy means. And we bring speakers that are related to legacy, charities, causes, things that are really inspiring to us. So then when we leave that room at the end of the day, we are writing down, we are helping each other. We're helping each other as a group, as a collective in business. We're helping each other to help them find our legacy. And we're giving each other skills to go out there and to make a difference. And people are buying into it. People love it. Because, well, some of the facts I found. If, you're 70, if, if you get up to 75, 80 years of age, 25 years of your life, you will spend it sleeping. We'll spend seven years, six months watching television. Probably more now with Netflix. Okay, not you. All right. But there's a lot of people. That's the average. Uh, we'll spend four years, two months, three months on social media. We spend one year, two, 10 months doing our hair, nails, and pampering. We spend a year, two months socializing, which probably means family and friends. And I'm telling you, I haven't done the stats because I haven't had a statistic doing that, but I'm telling you, we probably spend only two months of our life ultimately really looking and focusing on what our legacy is. We don't. We don't spend any time on that. So that's what it is because we are all mortals. I haven't come across an immortal yet. We're all mortals. And unless we start spending more time on ultimately what we're here for, and if we do that, then what's going to happen is everything's going to start getting aligned because then you have clarity of who you are. You have a purpose in life. You live fulfilled. And then, you know, you leave a legacy. A legacy, sometimes people think, oh my God, I can't create a charity. Listen, just teaching your kids how to go and pick up plastic from the beaches and teaching your kids about taking care of the elderly or people that have PTSD, that's creating legacy. Legacy is every word and every action that you take is part of your legacy. Everything that you do and say in life that is positive, that is empowering, that help others, that is part of your legacy. Some people can do more, some people can do less, but everything counts. Wonderful. Well, what a great final sentence. Everything counts. Thank well, you. It is, yes. It ended is, well. <laughs> yeah, I hope that this wonderful or these wonderful interviews count for people that they get inspired to take action, to stop having excuses and to really go for what they desire in life and leave a legacy. So thank you so, so much for having been on Heart Cells. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much and keep up with the great work. You're doing some fantastic work. Thank you, Christine. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. I just love the conversation with Bernardo so much and I'm so excited that he is going to be back to teach at the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass 3, a whole segment, all with Bernardo. And I hope that this podcast already has given you quite some tools and ideas, some inspiration and motivation. The show notes, the transcripts, the resources we talked about, especially Bernardo's book and a link to the next expo is at christineschlansky.com. There in the menu, you find the tab Heart Sells Podcast. Just click and you're right there and can choose Bernardo's episode with all the transcripts and everything you need to know. Also, all the social media links. If you want to see Bernardo teach in a class, I have a free online event coming up just in May called the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass number three. These are actually video classes, so you can tune in and uh, learn even more of Bernardo's teachings. It's also at christineschlansky.com in the tab Sales 
Mentality Makeover Masterclass 3. So hop on over, sign up, and I'm looking forward to see you for the next episode. I'm so excited you are here. And uh, right now I'm just wishing you a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are in the world. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on all these amazing experts. Thank you so much and bye for now.